Hello and welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. It's the middle of the month, which means we are returning to our One Piece Club. I'm Walt, and as usual, I am joined uh, for this middle of the month segment by Emily and Zach. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, so this month we are talking uh, the entirety of the Whitebeard Paramount. Paramount Whitebeard War. It seems like so seems there's a lot of like uh, it, different names used among the fans and kind of known as like three different things. It seems like it seems like the volumes, the official volumes, call it per- Paramount Paramount War. War. Right. Um, Marineford is sometimes referred to as right. That's right? what I until until I saw it on the spine. That's what I had been used to like you referring. I think to. that's the easiest way to refer to it because like Paramount War sort of I guess. I mean, I guess that's fine too, but like, yeah, I think it's they, sort of a- they call it that, but I also don't totally know where that comes from. Yeah. Really. I don't, it's weird, right? Because I don't remember it showing up in the, in the story at all. I don't like the term paramount. Does that mean <laughs> like, like, like the ultimate, like, like I, I get, I get like, you know, but like, does it mean anything specific? Not that, one I, piece? Not that I know of. Yeah. Really? It, and it, it is weird. Because, like, you know, all we talked about before, all of the other arcs that are kind of centered around the world government facilities, you know, you have you have the Annie's Lobby arc, you have the Impel Down arc. So, right, of course, you specific have the Greenford arc. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's it definitely kind of makes sense. Odd. Yeah. Uh, and Whitebeard War is just kind of a descriptor. like. Oh, and then there's also Summit War. That's another one, too. <laughs> that's right. So there's four possible names. Right. So it's a little confusing, but we all know, everybody pretty much knows what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So this is the sort of fallout between Whitebeard and the world government. Right. And in terms of like, you know, purely like for the overarching story, like this is kind of like the biggest thing. This is like that really. Really huge. Um, um, most character deaths, I gotta say, most major character deaths happened ha- happening in this uh, in this arc, like more than any, like two, two is <laughs> a crazy number for that. Yeah. Um, that aren't flashbacks, like holy right. shit. Um, so, I guess you know this is hot on the heels of Impel Down, um, and that's something that I so as, as has been mentioned, like we're we're at the stuff that. I am new to all this. Yeah. So I was surprised. Like I knew, like I vaguely knew like, okay, you know, there's this big war that happens right before the time skip. Um, I, you know, know it's got like white beard and I, yeah. What I didn't know ahead of time. And I'm curious about both of your thoughts on is, so this is, this has uh, none of the crew. Right. Um, right. That was that was the case with Impel Down too, of course. But this is like you know huge. This is like as I say, it's one of the most like important arcs in the series. So I was wondering if either of you had any opinions on like does this does that hurt it at all or no? What? Okay. I thought it was. Emily, yeah, Emily totally comes out strongly. I, I I would come out equally as strong. Yeah. Now that you say that, like I. I, my immediate thought was no, because, like, I almost didn't notice the crew wasn't there. Like, not that I, not that I, you know, like, think they're expendable, obviously, no, but I felt like the sort of, there were so many characters and the, the, the sort of stakes were already, like, so high with Ace and stuff. I think maybe they wanted to focus on the Ace and Luffy stuff. And for what it was, sure, it was effective enough, I think. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I didn't really feel like 
it's not that I thought it would have been bad if the crew were there. Right. But I think it's, I think for the purposes of the story, it wasn't a weakness at all. So do you disagree with that? So I guess I'm, I've been trying to think of how to, so I think we've, we've discussed something that I've at least said before on the show as having not read everything as you guys have, is that I feel like, you know, one piece is kind of, it's about the crew. And I think Mm. we've talked about how Luffy alone can't really carry. Now, obviously without the crew, that doesn't mean that it's not just about Luffy um, in this arc. It's and if anything, like it almost feels like we're getting like a story that isn't the One Piece crew's story. Because yeah, Luffy okay. himself doesn't really play a major role in the... I mean, he does. He's but... the main character, but he's not like the main sort of story plot pusher person as far as like real big goings on. Right. And, and, in, and in this particular arc, you know, Luffy himself is like... I mean, he fights, of course. Of course he fights. Well, but to, to a certain degree, he's kind of, like, observing. He's there when yeah, these things happen. It, yeah, it doesn't... Okay, I, I could see it sort of losing a little bit of the focus of the core people like, a not, little bit. I'm not saying that it's good or bad. I'm just kind of like... It's just kind who of interesting. Say, who could even say if it was? Who could? Um, I, I have two big thoughts about that. Go mm-hmm. for it. So the first thought is that, like, this this story is really, like the passing of the torch kind of from right from Whitebeard and that generation to luffy and his generation yes or or even more specifically from Whitebeard to luffy really in a way yeah right um but i also think it is really important to maybe note that the crew isn't there because luffy luffy fails here like Mm. he doesn't win right that's a good point he loses pretty badly actually yeah right (laughs) Now we had a little bit of that with the Shibandi where it was the whole crew. He retreats. He basically just retreats is like the best that can be said. Yeah. Yeah. Like his goal was to save Ace. He rescued Ace, but he didn't. Uh, well, <laughs> things happened and Ace died. Yeah. Um, on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> on the way back to his point in the plot. Home but Island. really, if you think about it, like what would have Ace done what would Ace have done in the plot? Like, right. because if he was going to be like Whitebeard's Pirate King or whatever, which like, I'm a little confused about that, but I think the implication was that Whitebeard's plan was to make Ace Pirate King because he was the son of the Pirate King. And that's in your blood, boy. Right. Oh, like, I have some thoughts about that too. Oh. Yeah, I figured read. we could just sort of, I figured we could just sort of uh, talk about random stuff rather than go plot, yeah. by plot yeah. beat since a lot of stuff happens. But what what's up? Well, I don't know. I have not thought this really until this reread, but there's so there's some Will of D stuff in this. Naturally. Um, and there, there's this flashback where Gold Roger is talking about how, like, the, the Navy has, like, mistaken his name. You know, he's calling him Gold instead of Goldie. And then Whitebeard is like, oh, I've come across some people with that D, you know, and he, he mentions <laughs> he mentions Teach or Blackbeard. Yeah. Um, but he kind of alludes to, and then he then like flashes back to the present and he, he says something like, you know, Blackbeard, you are not the inheritor of the D of Gold, Gold D Roger, you know, and it, it made me think like, oh, what if like 
there was this group of people in like the you know the lost century or whatever or like the the way back when who were like the people of d or whatever and there's like each one's will is like lines yeah like a different line of will coming from like specific people yeah in that era yeah because wasn't it that like that was called the people of d or something it may uh, maybe i feel like that's a thing it's just Um, been so long since we read since we read about um yeah so it's like a question of like what this is gonna sound really weird but like what d are you inheriting you know like what will are you inheriting right and so like you know there's a question of like okay did blackbeard inherit gold rogers will no he's not the inheritor i wonder yeah now that you say that i wonder if it's sort of like a reincarnation thing maybe yeah so almost yeah almost kind of like that i wonder i feel like that would require so much for that to really be effective i feel like once we find out what that is, it would just would be sort of like <sighs> we would need like know. fifty pages of yeah. flashbacks to that kingdom era yeah. or whatever, which you know we may get. <laughs> you know, anything is possible, and like you said, we're just speculating. But I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, I just feel like with the D stuff, it's just so much is tied up in that. Like, it's a million different things. It could we have sort of like a scattering of things that the D means, and it doesn't really cohere. <laughs> uh huh. Um, super well yeah Um, but it's also it's also kind of like what you what i think walt was talking about with like was whitebeard planning to set up ace as the pirate king because he was the son of goldie roger but is luffy actually the true you know inheritor of of will yeah so yeah who knows um now now is this the so we have that scene where he says ah they're reading it wrong it's goldie roger is that the first time that had come up in the story like i knew that oh that, was that, that gold a... roger was a d yeah oh no we knew gold d roger was a thing i think way back in in when kareha is talking about it okay all right um like sometimes we when certain things happen it's okay no there's a character that you only find out is a d in dress rosa but it's pretty obvious i think who that is but is it well, well, now I don't know. I'm. It's not. He he showed up and and saved Luffy in this. Uh... Okay, I thought we knew that. <laughs> I thought for some reason I thought we knew that like when we first met him. Okay, uh, never mind. I feel like that was a big deal later, but but at any okay. rate, um, it's not. It, it's it still hasn't like become super important yet. But at any rate, um, do you know yeah. what I learned about law recently? <laughs> What's up? Well, I just sudden spoiled it. Never mind. Regardless, oh, is it is it like super spoilery? It's okay if it's like no, it's not. I don't think so. But like, I I actually don't even know this for sure. But I I so like his his last name or his first name is Trafalgar, which yes. is like after oh, the yeah. after the the place in London, right? And then Trafalgar Square, yeah, yeah, Trafalgar Square, and then. Waterlaw is that actually supposed to be like Waterloo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just I'm not sure why it doesn't really it doesn't really um work. <laughs> I'm not sure cuz like Law stretch. Law is a cool name. I guess he realized that Lou wouldn't be a cool name, so he's like Law. That's that's cooler. Yeah. Sure, it's it's Waterlaw. It's Waterloo, sure. Okay. Um 
Yeah, I no, you're right. Uh, that is a thing. I just I've never explained it just because I'm like, it doesn't really work. And I don't really like I don't think it really means anything except that like, it's referencing a place and a battle. <laughs> like, it, it is interesting, though, just as sort of like a linguistic name thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just like, I don't even remember how I came across that recently, but I was like, oh, what? Oh, water law. Yeah. It's supposed to be Waterloo. That's weird. Yeah, okay. It's, <laughs> it's weird when you find out that like water is part of his name. It was like, what the hell? And then you, it's like, oh, okay. It actually is supposed to make a word that exists. It's but, about yeah. admiralty law, which is, it, <laughs> he's a sovereign citizen. <laughs> so that's one, why, that's why his flag has a gold fringe. Um, his flag has like the oh shit it's the heart pirates that's what it is for a second i was gonna say the flamingo's flag but that's like a smile with a crossover like no smile but so damn big tangent sorry (laughs) oh man i got to see my boy in this one again too and he did some things he actually knows a lot of things and and he did some stuff he did do um, he did do some things the stuff with him and crocodile was very good yes (laughs) yeah so yeah, I, I guess I guess that kind of fits in with what you were saying earlier, Zach, of like, you know, this is kind of uh, the reason why the crew isn't very present is partially that's like, you know, the, the old generation kind of settling things. And I think that you see that happen with Crocodile to a certain extent. Um, yeah. Because I think, I think at this point, you know, Crocodile, he comes in and he saves Luffy at one point. Yeah, like, he, uh, like, pretty unequivocally saves yeah. him. Like, he doesn't even say anything about, like, oh, you know, yeah. I hope you're around later. He just says, he says uh, that, like, hey, if you want to protect something, do it right to right. to, um, to Jinbei. And I'm right. like, whoa, what? Well, <laughs> like, so I, the way that I, I read everything with Crocodile in this is that I feel like kind of at this point, like we saw in uh, that one cover story, like he had a dream of being the pirate king. Yes. He was once idealistic or. And I think that at yeah. this point he has realized that, you know, oh, that's not going to be me. But it's in some ways, it's kind of reminds me of the relationship with uh, Whitebeard and Ace. Um, obviously, it doesn't really last beyond this. Uh, Wouldn't it be cool, though? It would be cool. Um, but like to a certain degree, in, in the sense that like, you know, crocodiles kind of like, you know, I can't become the pirate king, but this, you know, this guy, he might be able to do what I wouldn't be able to accomplish. Right. Um, and I think <laughs> by Oda's standards, it's pretty understated in yeah. that regard, but I, I think it's pretty clear that's what he's going you for. You think so? Like yeah, yeah. Cause like he'd never admit it. I mean, right. he'd never yeah. say that aloud. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's how I, I read it. I, totally didn't even think about that i was not sure why he did that but now that you say that i might i'm thinking i might have to go look over those chapters again because like doflamingo even says like he it's clear they well they knew each other because they were warlords together right and um doflamingo was like why don't you just join me for a while why are you fighting with uh with straw hat he doesn't really answer he actually tries to kill doflamingo but of course it doesn't work yeah that was that was interesting i kind of I kind of sort of forgot what the flow of that, what was going on with the flow of that fight in relation to what was going on with sure. Luffy. But no, I think that's a, that's a fair interpretation, actually. I think that's astute. I did want to say, like, I just want to get this out there that I really like this, these chapters we read. Um, I thought like for the most part, the emotional 
scenes were effective and like the action was really good and just like there was a lot going on and it really felt really big and sort of monumental you mm-hmm. know in scale and the stakes felt high however the i monument sort of war perhaps the what the monument war you mean paramount war paramount damn it <laughs> <laughs> or summit war the summit. never mind Close, I fucked that you know up. what? Someone maybe has called it the Monument War. With like, how many names there are, you can't get me. So, I feel like the one weakness, and it's not like a huge weakness, and it's like I'm not feel. It's not like I feel like it's a total disaster. It's total total failure. But like, I feel like Whitebeard. I feel like I'm like not as impressed with him as I should be. Like I, I don't know why. I feel like the full sort of he's badass. Oh my God. He's so epic and, and noble and like, um, strong. Like, I'm like, yes, I see. Um, but I feel like it, it, it was so late in the game that I couldn't really be super impressed by Whitebeard. And it, well, his power is indeed very cool. And visually it's counts, very cool. It counts for a lot. The way he like grabs the air sometimes and when he cracks the air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, like that. Very cool. And, and while I do think part of it is that he's supposed to be a little sort of like a done guy, like he, mm-hmm. I think that might also be what Oda's trying to convey that he is sort of already on his last legs. I mean, he, we've seen he's sick um, when Shanks was talking to him and he's got his little nurses, who knows where they are now. Um, Cause Whitebeard is another one of these guys who's like 13 feet tall and right. It's like a mini giant. Um, yeah, where are they now? The nurses up with him. They, they should have gone. The girls with aren't law. allowed. What's that? They should have gone with law and been. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes or, sense. Yeah, I would have gone with law too. Yeah. I want to be on with them. But uh, so I, I, I agree. I, um, it's not that I think he's bad or that I like hated it. I just. I don't know. I I felt like I only really liked it towards when it started getting really bloody towards the end where. That, that I really sort of appreciated Whitebeard. Yeah, I think there wasn't quite enough to build right. him up to this point. Like, compare compare him to Blackbeard. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a perfect example. Blackbeard has had, like, we've gotten, like, very, like, brief snippets of Whitebeard. You know, there's yeah. Shanks meeting him, and a little bit of, like, Ace's flashbacks before with... Yeah. The, uh, I think we haven't. I think we didn't get quite enough. Um, but well, I also think like not only the fact that he is like old and past his prime, but kind of like I think Emily was alluding to earlier. He, you know, he he never really aspired to be the pirate king, and really like never came close to that. That's right. true. Um, yeah, like he, he just w- oh, he ahead. never became like an emperor or you know anything like. Like Shanks shows up at the end of this, and oh, Shanks yeah. is someone that we've seen even less than than Whitebeard, but he kind of has yeah. like a very commanding presence. Um, yeah, not that Whitebeard doesn't. But, yeah, um, I, I feel like maybe there should have been more. I don't know what I would have changed. I just, I just know that I didn't a hundred percent. I wasn't a hundred percent there with everyone, sort of in awe, I guess. Yeah. Of him, and like, even though I was being shown, like, oh, he's so strong, and you know until the very end i think i do think his like his death is very good yeah he doesn't fall he doesn't, that's very he never nice. falls yeah. i thought that was handled very well in it. it i um i think it kind of to a certain degree makes up for it of like it like gives you this feeling of like oh you know i'm seeing this of this guy and there's like so much that i don't know i don't I, know but i can see yeah and i think that's kind of the intent that oda's going yeah, for yeah 
I, I see the intent. I just, I wasn't a hundred percent sure the execution worked on me sure. as strongly as maybe it worked on other people. I so. did. I did really like the whole sequence where, where I think it's squared is yeah. like tricked into betraying him and like yeah. how that all plays out. I thought that that was really well handled and yeah. really smart that he would, um, yeah, I, I liked how it ended. I, I think initially I kind of was like, wait, who is this? Like, with Squard, I was like... So, it's first a little... Of all, first of all, his name is Squard. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I do like how it ends where he says, like, you know, I love these idiots even so or something. Yeah. And, like, I, I sort of liked those. And I those moments with Whitebeard, as far as that went, where, like, his crew were just pretty... At least this one guy and his crew were pretty easily tricked by the world government to be like, oh, well basically like we'll we'll spare most of your men if you agree to work with us or whatever and of course that was proven to just be a lie um and then whitebeard of course forgives the guy that stabs him in the back um it took it took a while for that to fully resolve but i did like how it resolved in the end i agree um and i liked the final whitebeard flashback where he's like really young and he's like he still doesn't have a beard. He has no beard, in fact. He has no mustache, even, that he has now. Um, and he's, like, just sitting on the prow of a ship. And they're like, oh, what do you want, Whitebeard? He's like, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to rule the world or anything? You don't want the One Piece? He's like, nah, I just want a family, which, I mean, yeah, he got his family. He has and tons. Then, then he didn't even have his mustache, right? No, that's what, I, that's what I was saying. He didn't have a beard or mustache. Right. He was just, I don't even know. Well, his no name beard. is Edward. <laughs> no. No beard. Edward Zach, Zach, Zach knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? Right? I, I, I have I, I have a smattering of facial hair now. I've no, no, no. It. Isn't, oh, isn't... <laughs> I thought you were talking no, about I'm not, no beard I'm not, life. I'm not, dissing, I'm not dissing you. No. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that uh, in uh, no beard. Manhattan, oh. Gu- Manhattan Guardian? Yes! Oh my gosh! Yes! <laughs> Subway pirates. There's a. There's oh, like. I thought you were talking about my inability to grow facial no, hair. No, no. I would, I would was, never. That, I would never. So mean. I would never slander you like that. Oh my god! No. Oh, of course yes. not. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, Grant Morrison comics. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Pirates. Oh man. And I. Yeah. I've even. I've even read that beard. recently, but I forgot. Yeah. No, Emily, you should read that. It's good. You would okay. like it. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like something I would like. It has uh, pirates that aren't really pirates in it. That's kind of what one thing. No, this is maybe the most piratey thing that's happened. They're subway like, pirates. Yeah. And it's very right. cool. That rules. That rules. Um, yeah, like, I mean, this is the most piratey thing. Like, them attacking the world government. That is pretty based, you got to admit. Um, what is it, piratey? I mean, they're attacking a port. That's maybe... What? Pirates attack ports? What are you, yeah, what are you looking like, at me like that like, for? They're like... For like you know treasure, they're saving their comrade. So in some ways, our comrades are our greatest treasure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I, I do want to say who oh. I was like most impressed by, like most impressive overall. Um, to me, I know you think I'm going to say Duffelmingo. I can't really lie and say that Duffelmingo was like the most impressive during this, but um, he was pretty cool at points. There was that actually reminds me though. There was one emotional scene that I thought was like kind of dumb which was <laughs> okay i i still i don't know what where this came from but the story about baby oars little oars oh, in the hat yeah, little oars junior <laughs> yeah that was a little dumb i don't know it was like kind of out of nowhere 
it was it, it was Oda doing his thing that he tries to do of like you know it wasn't as good as with Senor Pink. Senor right. Pink's fucking r- rules. Yeah, but um, the thing with Senor Pink is it's just so outlandish as well that it's like kind it, of you can't works. believe this stupid looking right. guy actually has the sad backstory. And there's been other instances of yeah. this too. This isn't one of his better ones of like here's a character I've just introduced and here's why you should care and about like, them. The reason was really dumb. It's a little it's a little too sad because like. Ace made this for me. Yeah, it, it felt saccharine even by One Piece standards where I couldn't even like sort of ignore it. Right. Which like most of the time the stuff in One Piece is sad and I feel emotional. But like this time I was like, hmm, that didn't 100% work on me. He didn't trick you. He didn't trick me this time. And I definitely oh, go cut trick. his leg off. So that was pretty cool. Uh, still don't know what Del- We're going to have to pretend we don't know what Delphine's powers are. Um... But you were saying uh, something about someone impressed oh, you. The the most impressive to me that I liked the best and I was like, wow, this character is like so terrible but menacing is uh Admiral Akainu. Akainu, yeah. Sakazuki is his real name. Yeah. Um I was just I had he's never the really, worst. I hate him. He's really <laughs> bad. Like I think he's a really good example of sort of a very sort of very ruthless guy. Um but who is you know ostensibly works for quote unquote good guys? Yeah, it doesn't he Ooh. doesn't like feel like cartoonishly evil? <laughs> no, by that stretch. I want to talk about that because you were okay. talking about like pirates. You know, the, are they being piratey? You know, you've got you've got pirates versus the navy. But what you've really right. got is like I don't know. I hate this. I hate this phrase <laughs> that gets used a lot in thing. But like you know, you've got heroes on both sides. And, and villains on both sides and that yeah, gets played up true. in this a like, lot that's like, true that's true the good pirates and the good na- air quotes good navy people and then the bad pirates and the bad navy people and like yeah. you get lots of little moments with like yeah Aki, you know just being awful and then like um kobe yeah. standing up to him yeah i forgot about great kobe's moment. very brave like vv-esque moment where he right. said stop the fighting which uh there's also, cool. I guess, there's also like Emily sort of explained this to me. And it's like, is Kobe psychic or something? Because he like, says the voices are disappearing. But so I guess Kobe, that's about the voice of Kobe, all things. Kobe can hear the voice of all things, probably. That's probably what that means. Like mm-hmm. Zoro and Luffy can hear that too. And Gold Roger could also hear the voice of all things. As we were reminded in Skypea, I will never forget. I don't know why. I just remember that flashback in the anime really well. Um, Oh, and yeah. also, uh, can't. Uh, there's another character that we have not gotten to yet who can. Oh, I'm trying to think of who can't. Wait, is it somebody uh, in Fishman Island? No, Wano. Oh. Oh yeah, I guess that has been mentioned. I'm forgetting. Wait, is it is it the the I big think, flashback right? guy? No, it's um. Uh, <laughs> Why can't I think of who it is? Um. Uh, ba- Baby Odin. Oh. Um. Uh, Momo. Yeah, Momo Nuske. Can't 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 I he? Think, I think he maybe can. I I'm gonna have to. Wow, we're we're almost to the point where we get introduced to those characters. By the way, right. we are even, actually very close. Yeah, 400 chapters before they. Oh Irrelevant. my god. Good good lord. Yeah, I, I question them being introduced in Punk Hazard of all places. But anyway, um, I wanted to say something else about Sakazuki, which. Like, I think in this case, like, like so Oda did model the admirals after real people. And he actually, in one of these SBSs, he talks about who right. they're famous Japanese actors. 
And um, I feel like Sakazuki's is the face that, like, is the most effective in this arc. Because he really looks super... I don't know if scary is the word, but, like, menacing. Yeah, menacing. Very sort of, like... Yeah, just, like, a threat. Cold. Cold, which is ironic because... His power is magma, which like I like how that's contrasted with fire. And that's visually is... very cool. I yeah. think. Magma beats fire, so And magma yeah, beats water too. Well no, actually nothing beats water in Nothing beats piece. water. Nothing beats seawater. It is the most powerful thing. Um Sakazuki's the it has to this to date so far had the most violent scene in One Piece where Sakazuki rips off half of Whitebeer's head. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I said white beard. I mean, <laughs> white beard's With her. head. Um, and he just kind of stands there and takes it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and then he also is the one who punches the hole through Ace. Yeah, Sakazuki. So if you're wondering who killed Ace, it's uh, Admiral Akinu, Sakazuki. Yeah. all your complaints towards him. He, he he also I forgot he he punches through Jinbei and and then yeah. that's how he, Luffy will come to see it pretty soon. He he has a scar on his chest for the that's rest right. of forever. Oh, so that's the source. Yeah, of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. because he gets punched a little bit by Akina's fire. <laughs> uh, sorry, his magma. He like punches through Jinbei. That's yeah. pretty brutal. Jinbei lives though i guess like fishman toughness and jimbe's i like yeah. jimbe more on this reread i sort of didn't really pay much attention to him before i um, like him jimbe is walter, very good yeah walter loves jimbe is his favorite character of all time hold on that's not what i <laughs> but uh the other admirals do some stuff too i think i think that the admirals are some of my favorite navy people um all three of them i like a lot i think kizaru is also kind of dangerous in a weird way um he's the guy with the light he's the one who i feel like is just the most aloof or like yeah he's like i guess the closest to like a neutral like obviously aokiji is like the most good good yeah lawful something yeah well i would say he's almost i think he i guess like on the spectrum of these three would be considered good because he most often finds himself on the side (laughs) of the straw hats right yeah, um, and he enough. he has a modicum of um, sort of uh, mercy, compassion. And, I feel like Kizaru yeah. has none, and just because he is, he's just a he just kind of works on a whim. I think of yeah. yeah. Kizaru, and then Sakazuki we know is completely without compassion. He also he also orders the like ships escaping from Ohara to be like fired on. So right, like yeah. he is totally okay with civilian casualties. Um, Fuck that guy. But also, he's pretty cool. Um, he wears a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> in some of his scenes. He's got it's, sort of like um, a kick-ass like, red suit. Like, in, if you see color art of him, he looks pretty cool. Kizaru uh, does? Oh, sorry, or, no. Oh, Akinu. No. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Red dog. Yeah, red dog and um, blue... Pheasant, I think. Yeah, and, and then I don't monkey. remember... Okay, yeah. Kizaru is yellow. Yeah, um, yeah I, I kind of like... We get such good stuff with the the admirals in this, yeah. And then I, we really don't get a lot moving forward for a long time. You, yeah, I think this is the first time you really feel how strong they all are. Uh huh. Because like those three alone are able to pretty much hold off like everybody. Yeah. And um, it, it's um. Yeah. Also, we it, get more of the Kuma machines. Okay, so yeah. 
that I was going to mention too. So we learn about Doflamingo knows about this strangely. He's the one that explains it. Um, that the Kumas another Doctor Vegapunk mention. He's like Doctor Vegapunk was uh, you know, <laughs> doing all these um. Oh my god, I was watching some of the I was watching some of the Dressrosa dub to see how they dubbed Doflamingo, and I just was like, yeah, I wish I could watch this. It's just the the animation is so bad. Um, dub sounds good though. Um, at any rate. The, uh, so so the pacifistas are all done, and Doflamingo tells Eva that, like, basically the real Bartholomew Kuma is no longer. He's, like, basically just all machine. He's more machine than man. Classic. Yep. Um, he basically just doesn't have a brain anymore, and I guess he did this voluntarily. And this is sort of what he was saying to Luffy when he slapped him away with the paw. And he said, like, we will never meet again, meaning I'm going to be, like, basically dead. But so the pacifistas are just doing their thing like they were before. There's nothing new there. It's just right. that we found out that Kuma supposedly is dead by all, I, for all I intents still, and purposes. I still think we have to get some payoff on that eventually. Oh, I'm like, sure we will. Yeah, because there, there's actually like one scene. I think it's like it's like very close to the end. I think it actually might be when it might be when Whitebeard dies. There's like a flash where it like scrolls through everyone, and then you get there's like a panel of a lot of pacifistas in a line, mm. but then there's a panel right next to that of just one pacifista, mm. which oh. I'm like, Oh, is that Kuma? You know, like, real yeah. Like Cause real it wasn't, Kuma. it wasn't stated outright that Kuma wasn't there. Right. I, it was unclear right. to me whether the real Kuma was there. Yeah. I don't think it's clear. I think or, he or was stated. though. Yeah. Cause the real one has the Bible. I don't think the fake, fake ones have the good book. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah. So there was that. I wanted to mention. So so Zach, when you were talking about good guys on both sides, I think Garp was also a real standout in this arc. Like mm-hmm. I thought, the thing of him just sitting down on the so, so one piece I would never <laughs> would not say is like a morally complex no. series, but I feel like the stuff with Garp was really felt really in character and sort of like appropriate for the medium and you know the demographic they're aiming for i thought it was like a really sort of simple easily understandable thing of like well he's a navy guy but they're gonna kill his adopted son adopted grandson basically because gold roger asked garp to take care of his grandson as you do in anime it's like Naturally. it's like oh you're my rival but you respect me as a rival so you should take care of my son <laughs> makes sense doesn't it um yeah but so, you know, Garp feels obviously like grandfatherly towards Ace, even though he's kind of like a tough guy. So he just kind of sits there and sort of sits out the fight. And then he like has to face Luffy. And, you know, he feels conflicted about this. It's very clear that Garp feels conflicted about this whole thing. Yeah. Extremely. He, and he jobs. <laughs> yeah, he jobs. Yeah, to, he jobs, he jobs to his grandson. And that was sad. But I thought the saddest thing and like so, sort of one of the more emotionally intense things, and it's not really focused on for a long time, but... After Ace gets killed, um, Garp tells Sengoku, who's like, he's like, you have to hold me back or I will kill Sakazuki. Uh-huh. <laughs> he basically, he's like, I will, he's like, I will murder this Admiral. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like, they never, they almost never really, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, obviously people in One Piece say, like, I love you. Right. But. Or they think that some people say I love you in some cases. Yes. Yes. Or like, like Hancock. Like Hancock. <laughs> Your fave. Um, She's good. The other thing, uh, shoot, what was I going to mention? 
Something about Garp, maybe. Oh, yeah, we saw, speaking of Garp, we saw Sengoku's power, too, which is strange. Oh, yeah. It is really um, weird. So he, like, the Buddha Sengoku, that's what they call him. I, I So I guess the devil fruit turns you into, like, the founder of <laughs> an enlightened being. Siddhartha Gautama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, I, and you can shoot energy beams. Yeah, so like just like the Buddha. <laughs> it makes me wonder if there's like God devil fruits and how like sacrilegious they would they would be. Spiritual power devil fruits. Like, is this a zone? That seems kind of offensive. Because zones turn you into animals. Well, people <laughs> like, are animals. Oh yeah, what is oh, what is uh, I don't know. Is it you can get the garp garp fruit. <laughs> you, you can turn into garp. Garp is really at one point. Okay, so this was a funny question Walter asked me at some point. He said, "So is Garp just strong? Like, because, <laughs> like, you know, he he just like you know he throws cannonballs." And I said, "Yeah, yeah, he's just strong. He's just powerful. He doesn't have a double fruit. Cool. He's just an old guy who beats people up." Um. So oh. the 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 Buddha, it's it's a human human fruit model Buddha, <laughs> and it's a mythical Zoan. Mythical. Uh, oh, a mythical human. Okay, that's okay. You're right. Yeah, they probably have asked about that in SBS. Thank you, Zach. Um, yeah. Um, there's only a couple other things I really want to touch on before I forget. We see another mythical zone fruit from probably my favorite white beard guy, um, Marco, who sort of has a yeah. weird design as a human. Like, I I wouldn't say it's like <laughs> he's kind of ugly but like, I like his, his design i really but, like marco a lot yeah i i i mean like it's when i say ugly i mean like he's he looks different than he's very like um he kind of looks a little derpy in a way der- yeah Something i think that's about, what like, i was his haircut too yeah <laughs> like, like hawk. yeah it's like it's like his eyes are kind of weird his his nose and yeah but what i really like i mean and and yeah you're right the design is like you know memorable and good in that way but um I really like his bird design. So he's a so he's a phoenix. Marco can turn into a phoenix. Um, yeah, and he has he has blue flames, which you yes. can't see in the black and white manga. No, but you can see them probably on a cover somewhere. Probably, yeah. Um, but they do not burn. No, and he that's don't. how he's able to regenerate, obviously, because of phoenix. Right, their phoenix mm-hmm. was reborn and whatnot. Then the other like really big plot thing, um, you know, besides like. You know, Whitebeard gets killed. Um, he, they shoot him to death, but of course they mention that, um, no you know, he, there were no coward's wounds, wounds, meaning he did not turn his back. He had no wounds on his back. Pretty, pretty badass. But I actually got a little ahead of myself because the, the folks that actually kill him are the Blackbeard pirates who show up towards the end of the war. Um and with with okay this is what i wanted to mention last time in pull down blackbeard has recruited the, like the worst criminals at the bottom of Impel down <laughs> he's recruited a giant who i only remember him because i love his name his name is san juan wolf i love saying that um a couple other people that i i don't think have really been important yet but they There's have the guy who looks like bison that's Shiryu of the rain he's he's the um bison slash um ss guard yeah um yeah but you're right he does sort of have like the bison m bison's um like physique almost 
And then there's a couple other people he got. And everyone's like, wait, Blackbeard, did you just become a warlord so you could basically um, ransack and pull down for, for crew? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking cool. Um, and he's like, now I have no more need of, of you know, being a warlord, so whatever. <laughs> and um, then, so this is what I was excited to talk about was with Zach. Um, so, so you know, they Not face... me, I see. Well, I just, because... Well, no, no I, I will say everybody, but Zach and I were geeking out about the um, the three heads on the, the flag about a year ago or something. Right. Um, so, so they, the, the Whitebeard, uh, the Blackbeard Pirates face Whitebeard. They kill him. They just shoot him to death, which a very rare way to die in one piece, I must say. Um, you know, he finally succumbs, but he doesn't fall. You know, like we said, he stays standing the entire time, which is pretty cool. But this weird thing happens after. <laughs> so the Blackbeard Pirates get this, like, tarp. Like, you know that tarp as a kid that, like, when you were in gym, you, like, threw the tarp up and, and you, like... rainbow. What was it? It was, like, rainbow colored. Rainbow colored and you, like, sat on it yeah, on yeah. the inside. That's kind of like... Parachute. <laughs> yeah. The par- yeah. I forget what it was called exactly, but, like, everyone knew about that thing. That's kind of what they do. The Blackbeard Pirates take this big thing, this harp, and they throw it over Whitebeard. And they're kind of like, hoo, hoo, hoo. They're kind of, like, giggling about it. And I'm saying, it's like... Really, you know, it's really disturbing. <laughs> like, kinda, and unsettling. It, like, yeah. I, it's I like, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Um, right? Because, like, the, I, I paid close attention to this. And it seems like the crew knows exactly what's going on, like, with what Whitebeard... Sorry, what Blackbeard's doing. And so, yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, Blackbeard, oh, just you guys wait and see. Yeah, like, um, Lafitte, the guy with the wings... Um, or I can't remember if his wings have showed up yet, but the guy with like the little top hat, he looks like a little dapper man. Um, says like, yeah, just you wait and see. And so Blackbeard goes under the tarp and like, you know, they show like stuff's moving or something and then they throw it off and like, it doesn't seem like anything changed. Um, it just Blackbeard's just standing there and uh, they're like, okay, like what, what just happened? And um it's revealed that Blackbeard stole uh, Whitebeard's devil fruit. So now he has the tremor, tremor, quake, quake. I forget exactly what they call it in the manga, but the earthquake fruit. And uh, so he in has two now, which... Cavity. What's that? In addition to the... Gravity fruit. Yep. Gravity. So, so, so far he is violating one of the rules we thought was just sort of a constant, which is that well, that's why you make rules in a story, so you can then have somebody who you breaks can, them. You can only have one devil fruit, but you know, Blackbeard's got got two, um, and yeah, like and he's shown using both, and you know, it's got. I mean, like he's got two of the most powerful right now. And interestingly enough, I think it's Marco that says, like, uh, you know, his body is odd. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Right, and so um, this I think further bolsters the. Uh, Mark Marco just hadn't realized that man. There's a lot of just strange looking people in this manga. Right, this sort of bolsters the the theory that like white. I don't know if this is actually a theory, but my theory is that Blackbeard is, and like Zach and I talked about this a little once. I think that he's sort of like a government um, experiment of some kind. I don't know if Blackbeard knows that. 
I, I it's like because there were like secret papers on Blackbeard that Ace found. Like right. Like I said, like why would there be secret papers on Blackbeard before he was like a thing? Yeah, because he was kind of a nobody for a yeah, bit. Yeah, he was just some guy like this is around the time it says Ace's great search for white Blackbeard, mm-hmm. which was like before Skypea, I think, even. It was during Jaya. And so there's just so many questions with that. Um, so many questions. There are a lot of questions. I, <laughs> I I hadn't really given a lot of thought. I think like when that when I read that originally, like what what was actually happening. Now, like knowing what I know, I wonder if he like. So like, no idea how he you know can have two devil fruit powers, yeah, but like, yeah. I wonder if he knows how to like harvest a devil fruit from someone because we know that. Or at least mm-hmm. we will know that devil fruits come back once right. the person who ate them dies. I wonder, maybe they have like a, this is going to sound really dumb, but like, don't they like, I feel like they grow back in a specific place. Um, yeah. Maybe they knew where it grew and they brought the bush. Mm. <laughs> they, but then I, that wouldn't, that wouldn't uh, stop the problem of like, you know, why did they having two. Right. Yeah, that, but that, like, that doesn't, yeah, exactly. That doesn't explain that. And it would like, also... I'm not sure if they like. Why would they also cover white beard? It doesn't really make sense. They yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just really not enough. I think speculating about it a lot is like kind of pointless because we know all. It's we deliberately know. vague. Yeah, it's deliberately but... vague. Yeah, it's supposed to be like, whoa, what happened? Um, I, so... I do think that sequence is just so good though because it's like it's weird. There's something it's... wrong about it. Like, yeah, you know, you're you're covering. Uh, it's like a black cloak. You're like. There's like a, a de- degree of like, or an element of like violation yeah. or, or of like sac- sacrilege, I guess, yeah. or, you know, defiling, right. a, defiling a corpse in a right. way, you know, yeah. like yeah. very and gross. It, it is gross. And like, it's not really, it's not graphic at all. It's just it's kind not. of, it's just like lift to your imagination and then they lift it and it's like, what did they do? There's no marks or anything. They didn't, no one saw what they did and it seemed like Whitebeard is the same and who knows, but um, and perhaps we'll never know. Don't say that. <laughs> we'll know. Um, so yeah, the at the very end, like you know, Ace or um, Luffy's like basically faints after Ace dies. He just kind of is out of it. And uh, at the very end, uh, two people show up. It's uh, Law in his submarine, and Shanks shows up to just be like, "Hey guys, war's Cut over. It out. War's over. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, Shanks. What's yeah. up?" Um, yeah, and like Luffy and he is... gives a new hat to Luffy, right? Does he? No, I think I he thought tosses... it was the same one. Found the so same. Buggy okay, also yeah. helps save. Buggy keeps falling upward, failing upward. Oh my upward. gosh! So yeah, there are some buggy stuff. Yeah, you you were right, Emily. I have turned around. My yeah, because everyone's like, look how he's yelling at Shanks, the Emperor. <laughs> God, he's so brave and, and stuff. Like you've forgiven Straw Hat Luffy. You're so noble. Like, right. He's like okay. That, yeah. that whole bit. Yeah. Always funny. It was good. Um, so Luffy actually, or uh, Buggy actually carries Luffy to like, uh, because Buggy can fly sort of with his feet on the ground. Right. Um, but so he carries, um, Luffy to law. He just throws him, <laughs> throws Jinbei and Luffy at law. And, uh, law is a doctor, of course, because why wouldn't he be? Um, he's the surgeon of death. That's right. Um, his character song is about that. If you, you don't know about like character songs in anime, it's like sometimes voice actors record. Like, this is very cool to know about. I'm extremely cool knowing about this. <laughs> um, characters 
actors will record like songs that their characters sing and it's like extremely cool and not dorky at all to know this it's like the poochie rap it sounds very cool it, it basically is it's like probably a, a little more cr- a lot more cringy than that um so that's kind of how it ends that 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 shanks shows up and says this war is over now <laughs> Because it's cool that Shanks is there. Let's be real. Like it's just like oh, like, I actually forgot that Shanks showed up at the end, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is cool. Because <laughs> I don't think Shanks has like a devil fruit power. He's just strong, like Garp. Yeah, but like, he has the. Oh, that actually is uh, one of the things that that um. This is the first time we also learned that Luffy has the hockey of the king, right? hockey of the supreme yeah i think this is uh well i think it's like shown before but so he has the hockey of like the supreme king which a couple characters have we've already seen hancock has it um whitebeard has it whitebeard has it el flamingo has it because there's like a brief thing where like he like just like yells at everyone to stop some people just like faint like kobe and helmopo it was funny like helmopo grabbed kobe like kobe (laughs) bros for life helmopo is so cool now he looks like freaking cyclops i don't know <laughs> pfizer on it's a glow up for sure it, it, yeah um so yeah so so basically like shanks is like hey sengoku you should end the war and sengoku's like yeah you're right with this you know enough bloodshed i guess all right guys go home it's a little bit more dramatic than that but it's kind of funny that like sengoku and shanks just have it out and sengoku's like okay yeah <laughs> i agree um because basically this was a victory for the Kind of a victory for the world government, though Blackbeard Pirates kind of just did their thing there. Yeah. And just fucked off. Um, yeah. Um, I think that's... That's, like, the main stuff. I mean, does anybody have any other... There's, like, a lot of individual fights and stuff I didn't really want to, like, cover sure. in super close detail, but there's a lot of cool I, stuff. I, I, this is totally unrelated, but I'm, like, looking at a list of people who have <laughs> Supreme King hockey. <laughs> And there's a picture of Shanks that's like really close to Sil- Silver's Rayleigh, and they look very similar. And now I wonder if Silver's is like Shanks's dad or something. Well, Rayleigh was like on Shanks's. Or You're no, right. sorry. You're... Um, well, Roger... Sh- Shanks I... was with Shanks was with Roger. Yeah, I some... Silver's was with roger too yeah yeah yeah. Right. I sometimes right. forget who I'm confusing Rayleigh and Ben Beckman. Ben Beckman is the dude. He's got like long hair too, and he's not as old uh-huh. as Rayleigh, but he like kind of has his hair tied back the same way. Yeah. And then of course we saw. Um, so I, I guess it could be though, because like Shanks was really young. Maybe it. Yeah. It could be. He could. You're right. That could be the next big reveal. Um, <laughs> I feel like oh that would be a big reveal at this point. I don't. And know. And the one, the one mate who is Lucky Rue, is that his name? The the kind of chubby guy who's always eating like a cartoonish honk of meat or hank of meat yeah. or whatever. Like a, like one of those like floating items you see in like street fight. Uh, who's like streets of rage. He was like number 10 in like the very yeah. first oh, character. Poll. One of the character polls had him as like insanely high for like favorite character. Though I guess this was before there was like a million yeah, characters, but like, you know, somewhere out there, someone's favorite character is like, is like Foxy's, um, girl second lieutenant or whatever not perona i forget not perona is different obviously but i forget her name at this point even but um yeah lucky rue is one of those people who's like someone out there their favorite okay sure your favorite character is lucky rue all right 
<laughs> I um I totally forgot until very recently um that Usopp's dad is on the yes, Red uh, Hair Pirates. He just, um, he's just still out there. He doesn't yeah. even like care that like, like he's a, yeah. He's, he's just, the sucky dad because like because um Usopp's mom had anime mom disease and <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't make that joke up of I, course I, I, but um yeah like uh. Yeah, like he's Yasop is still on. He like is in this arc. He shows up at in like at one point. Um, Usopp doing good, son. Okay. Well, but Usopp isn't there. No, right, right, right. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. That's why Oda had to split them up narratively because he's like ah, I don't want to have... deal. With, I don't want to deal with like you know making Usopp and Yasop meet in the middle of this fight. Uh, they will meet one day, up. but. Oh, of course. It's the same thing as like Shanks couldn't go right. see Right. There was that there was that very, very shonen moment where he's like, it's not the right time. Of <laughs> like, course. Whatever he, the fuck that means. He's like, it would I've, be disappointing. I have to wait till he's a great pirate. It's like he's already a pretty great pirate. He's like got a huge bounty. I've I've got it. Okay, what? I've got it. That when <laughs> Usopp and Yasop meet, it's going to be Usopp's greatest lie of all time. You know, Yasop's gonna be like, Do I know you? Or something like that. It's gonna be like no. He'll be um Sniper King, maybe. Yes. He's like, I'm the guy you've heard of, but I'm he's like, You're right, you know me. I'm Sniper I'm King. Sniper King. <laughs> yeah. And, and Chopper he'll, and Luffy will go, What? You're Sniper King? <laughs> yeah, he'll ne- he'll never uh he'll lie to his dad and like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting tired, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Walter Walter just came out with the biggest best theory we've ever heard in our lives. Okay. Well, I guess that means we must end. Let us draw to a close. Next time, Emily, which chapters will be will we'll be we reading. be reading? So we're gonna be reading five eighty one to six oh two. So this uh covers the last like there there's kind of like how post. there has been for some of these, like, you know, a little post arc, a little epilogue. Um, plus just a few chapters um following there's a time skip of what is it two years two years mm-hmm. time two skip years, yeah. time skip mm-hmm. uh so before fishman island starts in earnest there's like a short little thing of the crew getting back together and all that because yep. as, as Luffy said you know we'll meet back here on shabandi mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. two years so yeah yeah and then you know that'll be fun because i have i have some questions that I was thinking of asking tonight, but now that I think about knowing that that's there, that might be a better time to wait. So okay, we'll get remember to remember your questions though. I will not. No, I probably will. I I <laughs> use that three three days two years joke as my uh my <laughs> COVID fall plans COVID meme. <laughs> I like that on Twitter. I, I saw that. Good. Yeah, that was like that was one that one made logical sense to me. Um, there um, was some I saw that like didn't really make sense, but. I have I have a bone to pick about the uh, about the fall plans meme. Walter's a grump about it. I'm a grump about <laughs> it, but that's neither here nor there. Oh. Uh, Emily and I will be back in a couple of weeks to talk about August and Shonen Jump, uh, and then those other chapters we mentioned will be about a month from now, middle of September. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at goodbye to a shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. I am at Wilker Fox, and if any listeners just love One Piece so much that they can't get enough of it, um, 
when you're reading for next month's episode, you might think about watching the 3D 2Y special because mm-hmm. it takes place in the time skip and is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, we don't have to talk about it, but it's uh, okay. it's a fun little fun little interlude, and it has a lot of Boa Hancock. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. We'll see how we're yeah. feeling. All right, thanks for listening. Catch yeah. you next time. Thanks, everybody.